Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly. Thank you, clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. music, wine, and then blue bump. The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello. I beat you to it. You did. You did. <laughs> welcome back, podcast listeners, microphone people. Good That's to have right. you back. Another welcome back. By the by. Yeah. I'm excited. Yes, we're all excited. Today, let's first, let's go through what we've got coming up in November. On November 25th, mm-hmm. we have the next Pendulum Party. Very excited. You know, our dear friends at OSS, once again, hosting us. That's November 25th. I, like, I know I skipped over it. You're so used to me talking about it. But like, at this point, this is coming out. Escape is done. Escape is done. We've already yeah. done. We've escaped. We've done escaped. <laughs> uh, we will have recorded a live well, podcast. We, we, we might be at a escape. We might be. Yeah, we'll see. It's, it's in progress or it's just barely done. This is one of those. Oh, my God. They're pre-recording. So, <laughs> yes, but uh, very excited to go off on holiday. Yeah, because holiday. I don't want to do this shit on holiday. Woo-hoo. <laughs> but we are. We're going to do a live podcast from escape. Yes, yes. That's fine. This is the editing part. <laughs> I love it. So today we have an amazing guest. I'm so excited. This human is not only brilliant, he's also curious. Uh-huh. We have coming up the creator of the Curious Humans game, which you've heard us talk about. If you listen to our podcast, you've heard us talking about this a lot. Tyler has come down and we actually get to play around and talk about the origin of this game and yeah. just what it means to him, what it means to us. And we play and it, it goes for a while. Yeah. And honestly, like we love this game and having him here to talk to him, learn more about the game, where it came from, just all the ins and outs of it. And I feel very fortunate that he was able to take the time and to, to come and play this and introduce us to it. Yes. So without further ado... Well, with one further ado, if you want your own copy of this game afterwards, go to CuriousHumansGame.com and use checkout code by the by. I know this sounds like a hashtag ad because it kind of is, but you'll get 10% off. But honestly, we would have done this even if we couldn't give you our our code. This is an amazing game and we highly recommend it. So let's want to jump right in. Yeah, jump right in. All right. So look, I'm really, really, really excited because we have, uh, this has been a long time coming, Mm. pun intended. (laughs) Um, We have the creator of Curious Humans. I always do this. I always want to call it Curious Humans. Is it Curious Humans or Curious Human? Curious Humans with an S. S. Excellent. All right. Um, So Curious Humans game, I think the first time that we played it was it was still in its baby, baby beta mode. It was It was a number of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And so we'll introduce Tyler. 
the brilliant man behind this game. Welcome. And uh, hey, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me, guys. Uh, so, okay, let's just jump straight to it. Okay. All right. What are we doing? How, where did this game come from? Ooh, that's tough. It came from my brain uh, <laughs> to try and not be a smartass. Uh, so early in the morning, but uh, it uh, really came from a lack of games that I wanted to play. I'm much of a, quite an introvert myself, um, have a lot of problems uh, chatting to people, talking to people. I hate small talk. I just, <laughs> it, it, I despise it. I would much rather talk about, you know, aliens and death and sex and everything you're not supposed to talk about. That's what I want to talk about. <laughs> you're my um, hero. Yeah. And when you just meet someone, they don't want to talk about that. And I'm like, that's weird. Um, <laughs> you know, there's something wrong with me. Um, and it, there was never a a way or never an outlet for me to explore that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked at all sorts of games. Like when I was growing up, always loved Never Have I Ever. I loved that game. But, mm. you know, it was always the same stuff. And, you know, it was always um, explaining that to someone at a, at a convention. She actually came up with the, the perfect explanation for it. And I never really picked up on it, but she said it just turns into a game of shot, slut shaming. And I was like, oh, oh. And I'm like, you're right. Actually, it does. It's always, you know, oh, I never slept with that guy I hate. And yeah. knowing that the friend did and it's like, mm-hmm. hey, fuck off. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, like I didn't want, be, you know, my new guy is here. I didn't want him to know that. Thank you. So I hated that sort of aspect of it. And she verbalized that very well. So I steal that now. Um, <laughs> so it was very much, I could never find the game that I wanted to play. So I had the idea for so many years, probably five years before I even started uh, developing it. Still never saw it never found it or anything like that. And it came to a point where I was like, what if I just make it? What if I do it? Um, and then another few years went by <laughs> where it was, you know, no one's going to care. No one's going to like it. Very much imposter syndrome where it's just, yeah, you know, this is you know, something that's so close to me that, uh, yeah, what if people don't like it? What if people hate it or anything like that? Until I finally got the courage to, to put it together. And, uh, yeah, just got a bunch of little pieces of paper out, some coloured pieces of cardboard, and I wrote down about 100 and 120 of these little statements and things like that and developed a, a really basic rule uh, system and then, yeah, took it to a friend's housewarming and it went off. They just absolutely loved it. I'm like, oh, okay, this is – like it? They really like it? <laughs> <laughs> sort of moment for me where it was, um, yeah, just kind of a surprise and they said, oh, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to sell it? And I'm like – Honestly, didn't even think about that. Didn't really do anything else with it. Uh, it was really when I went to a, a PAX. Um, I'm not sure you guys are familiar with Yes, PAX. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That was actually a really big turning point for me because one of the reasons with the imposter syndrome, like, it was like it was too simple. No mm. one's going to care. It's too simple of a game. People like complex games. Um, and I found out there that that's actually not the case, that the most simple games there were some of the most popular. And that was what kind of pushed me over the edge to kind of put it together and yeah, after after that event, it was we started. I actually started seriously thinking about it. But even then, it was yeah, you know, oh, these are my friends. You know, they what if they're just blowing smoke? Um, and I said to myself, look, I'll I'll make a, a nicer version of it, and I'll take it to a like a board game thing where some strangers who don't even know me get to play it. 
And it wasn't until they absolutely loved it that I was like, oh, crap, okay, actually, I can actually have something <laughs> here and it's time to think about this more seriously and, yeah, kind of went from there. That is, I love it. It's great to get validation like that. It is, yeah, yeah very much so. And I will say that one of the things that I do like about it is the simplicity of it because anybody can pick it up and can play it and it doesn't require, like, hours of pouring over rules and things to figure out how to do it. Yeah. So, like, I think it's that and the fact that you can actually figure out how to play this without reading the rules. Yeah. Because yeah. There, you've got, it, it works on many levels. It's the, I, I can play by the rules or I, we can just read the cards and giggle and have fun. And that's, mm-hmm. we've done that a few times. It's great. Yeah. 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 I've, um, I've shown people, like, if I've got a new deck coming out or something, I'm like, hey, hey check this out. And it's kind of like lobbing a grenade into a room and then just watching the <laughs> chaos. Because it's just like they start reading it and they're like, oh, my God. They, they start thinking and they go, what about this one? What about that one? And what, what would you do here? And, and I'm just sitting in the corner just like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just watching the chaos of all these discussions and ideas that it's creating and things like that. So when you were coming up, have you, is it you that comes up with all of these questions, all these statements, I should say? Uh, I or say, do you have a creative team? Yeah. <laughs> I have written about 95% of them. Okay. Oh. Some of them I haven't, but I won't tell you which. That, which is fine. That's fine. <laughs> but my, I guess my question is, w- did you find that after you wrote those uh, um, initial 100, 120 that you took to the housewarming party, was that validation enough that you went back and suddenly that creative, that creative fire was sparked and you're like, now I can come up with another you know, 100? Yeah. It, um, yeah my brain just doesn't stop. I'm one of those that it, yeah, it's just is constantly going. So I don't sleep too much or when I do sleep, it's very light sleep because I find it very difficult to turn my brain off. And if I get stuck on an idea or some sort of concept, I'm always thinking of things and it just doesn't stop really. So a lot of the time with statements, um, it is, I'll come up with an idea and I'll just write it down sort of thing. The most important part for me is the play testing part where, because I might think that the statement is cool. Um, and that might've been something that I thought of at three o'clock in the morning when I couldn't sleep and yeah. I've written it down in my phone and I'm like, okay, yeah, I kind of see where I was going with that. <laughs> and, but yeah, once I write down, so I, I'll put like little questionnaires together, I'll send them out to people or I'll send out like an Excel spreadsheet with a whole bunch of statements on it and get an idea of what is clicking with people. And so that part is a very important step in the process. So I've probably got, for every statement that makes it into the pack, I've probably got 10 more um, written down somewhere that are crap. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's, it's not like a whole bunch of gold yeah. that got squirreled yeah. away sort of thing. No, they're, they're pretty crap ones. <laughs> so one of the things I do like about it as well is you have the base game, the Curious Humans, but then there's also these kind of add-ons and expansions. You've got kinky humans, deviant humans, morbid humans, Aussie humans. Where did the idea come from to make the different categories? Because I love that. Like, yeah. I think it really... The game can grow with the way you want it to grow. Yeah. And also yeah. different audiences. Like some audiences, we might play Aussie humans and some audiences, we might go kinky. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, that came out after um, a little while. So the, the original version, the very first version of this game was a uh, traffic light system where you had green, yellow, and red, where green were kind of like your safe for work cards. Yellow was a little bit spicy, and then red was really sexy mm-hmm. cards. Um, the thing that I found at the very, very first playtest was that everyone dived in for the red cards. <laughs> um, I'm like, okay, well, then, you know, 
Um, that kind of defeated the whole purpose of the game, guys. Um, but that's what you learn in, uh, in playtesting. That's why you do playtesting. Yeah. Um, and from that, I'm like, okay, well, what can I do with that? And I said, well, what about let's break it up. Let's have different categories. That way, if you want, if you want a really sexy game, you play with the red cards. If you, you want to play with kids, there should be a really easy way to get rid of the red cards. Uh, cause I find that with cards against humanity, you know, yeah. it's a, it's a, a game where you can play it with kids, but some of them are really not okay. But the only way to determine if they're okay or not is to read every card, and there's so many of them. <laughs> Mommy, um, what is Bukaki? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God damn it, I didn't read them. Um, <laughs> so it is, and that where it, that kind of where it came from. And um, I was like, I threw it out to my friends. I'm like, hey, you know, you got any statements? You know, throw them at me. And then a friend of mine who was just saying it as a joke at the time, and he's just like, Jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. And I'm like, you're a dick, but that is actually a really good idea. So I invented the uh, controversial category mm-hmm. yeah. from that. Mm-hmm. So I just poured over the internet and went down a rabbit hole of conspiracy theories and things like that. And just, I love it. <laughs> oh my God. I love, I love that. The, yeah. I, now I kind of want to see into your brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is this box, this base box is Tyler's brain? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's one of the kings I think about at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, that's great. All the stuff that I want to think about. And it is, yeah, it is, it is kind of very close to me because it is, I've literally taken this game to barbecues and not told people that it's my game oh. because it's as a way to break the ice with people I don't know very well mm-hmm. um, because it is so easy to just get people talking and having fun and, and stuff like that. And selfishly, I like, because I want to talk about all these weird things. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got, I, I, I'm a bit of a, I'm a very big perv, but it's, I, so I love talking <laughs> about the sex cards and stuff like that. And I love to know about people's, what they do. Yeah. But I also like, controversial things i like things that cause an argument i like things that, like morbid stuff i like every everything i just love talking about all these weird and wonderful things just all the time that's what i want to do yeah. which is really weird because i don't like talking to people so it's a <laughs> weird sort of thing that i don't like and it was, took me a while to realize that i don't like small talk yeah i don't mm-hmm. like non-structured conversation i like to know when i need to talk and or it it sounds weird, but yeah, that kind mm-hmm. of structure sort of thing. And I find that works really well when you have a topic to discuss. Yeah. You know, you're talking about something. It's not just something that no one cares about, like the weather or for me, local sports team. But like it's... Go sport yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am not a sporty person nope, at all. me neither. Uh, so it is, yeah, it's, it's very much that sort of that sort of structure and, and things like that that I really enjoy out of it. And it really helps me to, to talk to people and stuff like that as well. So it works really well. I love it. That's just great. Yeah. So look, the reason that we were able to get you in today to podcast was because you're here in Sydney at Sexpo. Yes. And uh, I want to tell a little story. So Angela and I walked up to your booth last night and it was so exciting to finally meet you face to face because we'd had conversations over email. Yeah. Uh, but you, we were like, you know, I don't know if you know this to you, but we had a friend, a, a common friend, and that's how we were able to play the game Six, seven years, whatever, six years ago, five years ago, ages ago, what feels like. I have no idea. I don't think it was quite that long, but maybe. Back, I don't know. Back in the before four time. Yeah, Anytime before four pre-COVID time. is, is <laughs> yeah. between a year and 20 decades. Um, <laughs> but it was a long time ago. And you were like, yes, I know. And we, we will redact the name. And you said, let me show you 
Sure. <laughs> so you go through your phone. And like what I love about this is it took a grand total of 14 seconds for you to find <laughs> this picture of the group of us naked with your cards. <laughs> and from when we played the game. From yeah. when we played the game. Yeah. And then you, you know, flipped over to the next picture and went, I don't even know who this is because all it was was the true or false cards over the nipples. And then the box down uh, in in the box area. Um, where you put a box. Yeah, where you put a box. And you were like, I don't even know who this is. And Angela and I both went, uh, we do. That's, that's Angela's tattoo. I recognize that naked body. It was just, it was one of those moments. It was such a delightful surprise. Because <laughs> that, that is kind of how, because that is how I discovered you guys. I'd, I'd given out a whole bunch of these boxes, a whole bunch of these prototype games to friends. And then I got a photo on my Instagram of this uh, thing. You probably look it up of this uh, a photograph, you know, the true and false over the nipples and the yeah. box between the legs. I'm like, holy crap, that is the best picture I've ever seen in my game. Um, and then I found out about you guys and uh, we got talking uh, yeah. from there. And then obviously COVID happened. Yeah. And, and I kind of reached out after COVID and kind of went here. We went into hibernation. Are you guys mm-hmm. still interested in, you know, doing something? And kind of went from there but yeah, the answer was, was absolutely yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah such a good game i love it uh so i will admit uh, cards against humanity was one of my favorite games for a very long time but exactly what you're saying where it's you, it, it's hard to find it's hard to make sure that you have it for everybody the the e for everyone kind of thing <laughs> but what i like about this game as well is i find that cards you end up playing the same things mm-hmm. the same uh punchline to the same joke kind of thing over and over but with this one, it's different because it is so individual, because we're talking about statements that I say. Yep. And also, not only that, but the other thing that this really adds to it is that it adds the element to tell stories, because you're talking about things that might or might not be true for myself. And then, you know, somebody else might be like, oh, well, I have an experience, da, 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 yeah. similar type thing. Or they might be like, tell me about that. That sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. And so it does spark that further conversation. It, it, to me, it truly is an icebreaker. But then it allows you to go that step further, whereas things like Cards Against Humanity, you're simply making a statement, ha-ha, funny, move on. Yeah. Whereas this encourages a little bit more, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of aspects to that. It, it Absolutely true. Um, it is, I used to play Cards Against Humanity all the time until I made this game, and I have not played it since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah, eight years ago now that I haven't played Cards Against Humanity because not only if I usually people know me and sort of thing and they'll go, do you mind if we play your game? And I'm like, yeah, not at all because I'm my game's biggest fan. Like I love my game. I've been playing it so long and it's still new. It's still fresh. Yeah. And I feel like that it is because the cards are targeted at the people mm. and you are the one that plays the card. Even if you're playing with the same box with the same people, if I get a card, then a month later you get the card it all changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The game changes. You know, what's true for me might not be true for you. And they'll really ask a really interesting thing I found when playtesting or when writing the cards was the very first sort of iterations, I was getting really specific. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is, this is the idea I want to convey in the card. And I would write and I'd rewrite and I'd rewrite to a point where I was like, until I got to the, so specific of the situation and it was getting really hard to get that down until I realized that, no, actually, I need to pull back. Mm. And I made a lot of the cards vague on purpose because it actually encourages more conversation and that's the purpose of the game. Yeah, And it's, it's vague enough to a point where 
we've got one card in there that is I have been watched having sex is the card. Now, the majority of people when they read that card out will be thinking someone other than their partner. Yeah. But if you've got a really smart-ass player, Uh they could play true on that even though they've actually never been watched by someone else because their partner watches them having sex with them. Or their dog. Or Or their their dog. Exactly. exactly. I've never even thought of that. (laughs) That's the beauty of the game. and. The, the vagueness of the cards is that you can read things in a certain way and then spark. It's like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, you dirty yeah, bastard. It's, it's, yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah, I've had sex with the dog in the room. And it's like, you know, it doesn't specify a person. Yeah. You know, yeah. the first Or a mirror. Of, yeah. You've watched mirror, yourself. You've watched, exactly. Yeah. You know, there's so many different ways of like, interpreting the cards and you can, what might be a really obvious answer becomes not so obvious. Mm. Um, another example I love to use was a card that says, um, I've left my underwear at someone else's house on purpose. And we had a really young lady play that card at a, at a supernova, I think it was years ago. Uh, everyone around the table played false. It was just like, there's no way this sweet and innocent girl would ever do that. Um, she played true and the whole table is just going, what? No way. It's just like, yeah, I left like laundry at my parents to get clean. Yeah. I was just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you bitch. <laughs> but that's part of the game yeah. that you can so it's like some people say, Oh, this it's a common thing we get at the booth. It's like, oh, but I don't know. Like my friends know me so well or um, you know, I can't play this with friends because they, they know me and that kind of thing. But there is that sort of built in mechanic where it doesn't really matter. It's you can be a bit of a smart ass with it. You can have fun with it. You can read the cards certain ways. And it, and but at, at the end of the day, it creates conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if you think that they're, you know, cheating or it's a lie or it doesn't matter, it creates conversation. It gets people talking and off their phones and just having fun. Well, I will say we did play this game with one of the owners of Our Secret Spot, Lawrence. Yeah. And he pulled something and, and uh, he said yeah. true. And we all said false. There was a group of four of us. And uh, he went, no, no, it's true. And we literally logicked him into going, okay, fine. It was probably a 15-minute conversation trying to convince him that he... That we know him better than he knows himself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, no, no. (laughs) And we won. We won. (laughs) Exactly. I did have to write into the rules that if there is a challenge and, yeah, the person cannot convince you that they're actually right, that, uh, yeah, it goes down to a vote. And and we had to and we won. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. It got got a little heated there for a moment, though. (laughs) Love you, Lawrence. (laughs) Uh, let's, uh, do you want to jump into a round? Yeah. Sure, um, let's do it. Well, first of all, let's oh, talk about the categories in oh, the yes, main, in the base game. Yes, sure. So there are four categories, yes. sexy, awkward, general, and controversial. Do you want to say any more about those or? Yeah. Um, so those are the, 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 what we, we call this the, uh, the base game or the starter pack. Um, we've uh, changed over to calling it the starter pack. This is, this is the problem when you've got a brain like mine <laughs> that just continues to change because I keep changing my mind. Uh, constantly, but you know, but it is all for the better. We've, uh, we call it the starter pack cause it is, it's where the starting point for most people, people will, will start with this one because you've got a bit of everything. You've got a bit of, you know, controversial stuff. You've got a bit of general stuff. You've got awkward things, you've got the sexy things. And then if you really want to push it, that's when the expansions sort of come in. So you kind of start here and we've got a heap of cards in there. So We've put 400 cards in there. So Oof. even if, you've, if you're playing with one category, uh-huh. it doesn't matter. So even with about the 90 or the 80 uh, cards per category, 
you know, you could just play that one category with the same group of four people and it would still last probably a dozen games mm. because even though it's the same thing, like we said before, that what's true for me might be false for you. So even if you're playing with the same cards and like I note that with Cards Against Humanity, it's just like the, the cards never change. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So that's why there's so many different versions of Cards Against Humanity is because to keep it fresh, you got to keep buying more packs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so with this one, yeah, you can uh, one pack will last quite a while. Um, and then you can decide from there which way you want to go. If you like the controversial stuff, you might like the morbid one, the morbid yeah. cards. You know, if you like the sexy cards, you're probably really going to like the kinky and the deviants sort of stuff from there. Uh, there as well. So the starter pack is great. It um, it is a great place to start for everybody, um, and it really gives you an idea of what the game is about and to go from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so again, there's the other packs that are available are kinky humans, morbid humans, and deviant humans. Uh, but then there's another like sort of solid game that is its own box. And I love this one because it's the mm-hmm. Aussie humans and instead of the true and false, we got the yeah, nah and nah. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, if you're an Australian, you understand that completely. 100%. Uh, <laughs> a lot of cards on this is, uh, yeah, very much a uh, citizenship test um, really, on whether or not whether you should. It, it is. Yeah. Uh, we changed a lot with Aussie. Um, I can see you looking at the boxes there. Like there's a big difference between the Aussie humans box and the other box. Yeah. This is another example of me changing my mind. Um, and the reason that this kind of came about was that we thought of too many cards um, our normal expansions up to this point have been 50 card expansions. And with Aussie that we just thought of so many awesome cards and we just couldn't cull them down to 50. We just wanted to have them all. And then my wife kind of said, why don't you put true and false cards in there? It's a pretty cool idea. And then she's like, well, well what if you make them? Yeah, nah, nah, yeah cards. And I, <laughs> it was just this explosion. I'm like, I cannot take credit. It, it was 100% my wife's idea, but that has just opened up this whole new avenue where I'm going back now and redoing the other expansions with true and false cards in them, but all uniquely suited to each uh, pack that you've got. Mm. So you can play the pack on its own or you can mix and match it all together. I will say we have a sneak peek of the new Kinky Humans expansion pack coming up and the true false cards in that. Are stunning. The artwork is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things I want to really compliment you on is not sticking to gender and gender roles. Right. So uh, on the false cards, you have these St. Andrew's crosses with people on them, humans on them of many genders. And then on the true, it's this beautiful Shibari kind of work thing. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of in yeah. a check. And it's like there's this like, it's such a smart. I, I just love it. I know I'm gushing. I can't help it. Um, <laughs> it it's it is really exciting. The, uh, the, the, the tick, the check mark, it is, um, it's so clever. <laughs> it, I, I wrestled with it very, for a long time, whether people would get it. Yeah. Um, and cause it is very subtle in there, but yeah, when people get it, I, I, I mm-hmm. go red as you can see, yeah. it's, um, it's, I'm very happy that people get the subtlety of the, the joke there. It's yeah. Just, it works on so many levels. It does. And I love yeah. that. St. Andrew's Cross or a Shabari check. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I love what you say about that. And I love that you've also noticed about the uh, gender roles and mm. uh, gender stuff. It's something that I'm very passionate about was the, to try and eliminate gender from the cards as much as possible. So mm-hmm. there's obviously some cards in it, but it's, I think, I haven't really checked, but it would be around 98, 97% of the cards are not genderized in any way. 
and that is just really to be as inclusive as possible. Mm-hmm. So everything is used with partner. It's not yeah. used with husband or wife or it is, um, you know, it's always using partner. It's always using person, people, human um, in, in all of the cards as well is that's just to be as inclusive as possible because, you know, one to so as many people can use it, but also just we're humans. Yeah. We're yeah. people. That's it. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. And I, I think that is something to commended because you don't see that a lot, that mm-hmm. attention to detail so that everybody is included. It's oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Um, can we break into this, this brand new one? Which one does this come out? Uh, this comes out in a couple of weeks. So very, This is the very kinky soon. humans yes. one. Yes, this is Cannot the kinky humans. Are we, are we going to skip the bass and just go straight to kinky? Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Deja vu. <laughs> we, we can do some bass questions if you want to do one from each category. I think it'd be good just to um, I, you, give people an idea as to what kind of questions okay, are in the category. So I'm just going to randomly pick. There's a red one. There's a blue one. There's a green one. While you're doing that, it's probably a good um, thing. Everything's color-coded too. So just for those who might not know why he's saying colors there. Yeah, Um, yeah. (laughs) just likes colors. Oh, look, it's pretty. (laughs) Um, It is, it is, because everything's color-coded. So that was very much from, like, I think, came from the traffic light system, obviously. But where it was was to make it easy to customize because Cards Against Humanity is not. Yeah. You have to read all the cards. Now, with this, you don't have to read the cards. If you don't want sex-related questions, just take out the red cards. Mm. Blue is controversial. Black is morbid. And then all the packs that come from here are going to use that same sort of color coding. So with Aussie, is our, I call it our family-friendly pack because there's no red cards in there. Mm-hmm. There's every yeah. other color but not red. And it is so that has an age of 12 and up while everything else is 18 mm. um, sort of thing there as well. So, yeah, it, it works really well. And it's something that we want to continue with through the, the rest of the packs. Yeah. I love it. I do too. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first? I so can. So what we're going to do, sorry, we've pulled out some cards. We'll talk about what color. We each get a true and false card. And the way this works, um, I know I'm, I'm telling the, the creator how to play. <laughs> <laughs> it See happens often uh, at, the, at the booth where someone will, will play the game with us and then they'll go and they'll run off and they'll grab their friends <laughs> and they'll bring their friends back. And I just kind of stand there and like, so this is what you do. Yeah. You grab the cards and I'm just like standing there like, I'm just going to relax. You have a drink. You know, you guys, yeah, you yeah. guys take care of it. <laughs> also, also, we'll see how much you actually remember the real rules and not your own made up rules. Honestly, this, I'm going to be honest. We're playing Bradford's house rules. <laughs> by the by house rules. Um, so Angela will read her card uh, and then vote whether it's true or false. Her statement. This is an I statement or a statement about her. And then Tyler and I will try to figure out whether or not she's, whether it's true or false. And then if she, is if she says true and we both say false, she wins the card. Yeah, half or more to score. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. with a three-player yeah. game like this, you're going to score the card if uh, one of us gets it wrong. Right. Um, so it's all about trying to figure out if the statements are either true or false about the other players. So put it in a card and then, we, yeah, we're going to try and guess if it's uh, true or false. Awesome. Okay. Are you ready? We're ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. So this one's a blue one, so it's controversial. Okay. Alrighty. So this is one of the lovely spaces in Tyler's brain. Indeed. I believe the government hides the existence of extraterrestrials. Ooh, okay. Ooh. So <laughs> All right. Do you think that I believe that they hide evidence of this? This is the funny thing. So immediately when a card is read, everyone in their brain goes to what they believe. Uh-huh. Yes. And then you've got to stop yourself and go, okay, wait a second. That's not what I believe. Yeah. It's what you believe. Yeah. So this is where the so you get to see what people think about you. Uh-huh. And then we got to try and guess. Um, it so might be scary. <laughs> so i got my answer. I know what I would I know say. what my answer yeah, is exactly. too. Yeah. But this is where the conversation yeah. comes from. Are you ready? Yep. All right. All right I then. say true. Ooh. Oh. 
There we go. So I said false. Uh huh. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so I said true. So that is half or more. So in this case, you would win that card. But if we were playing drinking game instructions, you'd have to drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I would oh. gladly drink, but it's yeah. You know, it's it's just past ten in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean. I'll be right back. No. <laughs> um, you can have a lovely seltzer. They're light. Or mimosa. <laughs> they don't have orange juice. Um, I love that question because absolutely the government's hiding things from us. Come on. Yeah, yeah. See, I was a true on this one until Trump came into power. <laughs> and then I was just like, well, if there was aliens there, he wouldn't have been able to keep his mouth shut. That's also <laughs> hey, that's agreed. actually true. <laughs> I've met aliens. I had this alien come up to me with tears in his eyes. <laughs> Unless they hid the aliens from Trump because they knew that he wouldn't be able to hide yeah, exactly. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He can't keep his mouth shut. Plus Maybe he is the alien. <laughs> How's it going on uh, Independence Day where they don't tell him about yeah. it? 51. It's like, I'm the president. How could you not tell me? Plausible deniability. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Great line. Very true. Very true. Okay, so I have a green one, uh, which is the general for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I prefer cats. To dogs. Ooh. Mm. See, you have a dog. I do. But, but he's a cat-sized dog. <laughs> <laughs> Very much a cat-sized dog. Um, I'm saying false. I'm still saying that I think you like the dogs. I do. Yeah. I'm, I am terribly allergic to cats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that would do it. <laughs> so that's a piece of information that Tyler didn't I have. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> we, get that at, we get that at a booth, at yeah. booth a lot as well. It's just like, well, these people know me so well. I'm like, well, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had a fun experience last night when we played. We played a quick yes. round with you and another couple. And one of the cards that I laid down was uh, I had had a four hour a sex session lasts last four hours than, or more yeah. yeah and everybody including you said true except for this couple <laughs> they both said false and when i remember it was so funny when i turned over true they both kind of looked at me <laughs> looked me up and down like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like i have a photo here that proves this is that <laughs> very true <laughs> You should have been like, you want to see my photo? Yeah. <laughs> it very much was that. I was just like, so I got a photo. <laughs> I've only met you 30 seconds ago, but yeah, I have a photo. <laughs> so I love good. it. All right, so I don't get to keep this card. It goes- no, that one get that one just discarded. Ooh, okay, this is an interesting one. Okay, so this is where things get interesting as well. So everyone, I, I've obviously in the podcast, everyone knows that I'm married. Yeah. Uh, so my card is I am friends with someone I would like to date. Ooh, and so that's Ooh. a yellow one, which is yes. awkward. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to change this a little bit. Okay. I'm going to say that I'm friends with someone I would like to play with. Okay. Um, on this one. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so I've got my correct answer down. Then it's up to you guys to try and figure this one out. So this is one of the best bits about the games. You know, if it doesn't work exactly, you just change it up. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm honestly just more hopeful on this one. So let's see if you yeah. match. Think, all right. You flip. Oh, I'm... I'm Goes for it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We all said true. true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's true of, I, I think that's got to be true of everybody. I would, I would tend to agree that it's probably true of everybody, but also how many people are going to admit it. Or, exactly. or so, act on it. Because yeah. like to is not an act. No. Now. Yeah. 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 All right. That's exactly so right. I love it. And then I've got a red one. So the, the last category here. Which is sexy. 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 I have been called the wrong name during sex. Ooh. Okay. 
All right, all right. I'm, I'm saying false. False. I, I called you the wrong name during the sex. Yes, early on. I, I don't know, I've called. Oh, wow, you just blocked that out. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I can tell you that I have absolutely called people by the wrong name. You have so. called me the wrong name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and honestly, my attitude at that time is just like, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, you can call me whatever you want. Just. Hey, so apparently, me late apparently I, I blocked that out. Yeah, yeah. very much. But, uh, so I, I, yeah. In my brain, I was thinking, it's just like thinking of all the different things that people uh-huh. could be called during sex. But then again, are they right or are they wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also admittedly, sometimes when we're at the swingers club and you know, you're playing with somebody who you've maybe not known for very long and maybe forgot their name, that it's like some general... Baby, (laughs) hey, you. (laughs) Do you you like that, buddy? (laughs) It just really hits home for me because I'm terrible with names. (laughs) Me too. Also, you could have said, "No one during sex has ever said, oh, that feels so good." Wrong name. (laughs) (laughs) There's no quotation marks in there. I challenge. I love it. I love it. So those are questions from the base game. Do we want to open up one of each of these? Yes. Okay. Just so people get an idea. I think so. so. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We're gonna I'm I'm gonna do morbid because I like morbid. Oh, morbid's my favorite. It's um it's weird to say, but it most certainly is. I'm going to grab one here out of Deviant. Do a couple. Okay. But let's, yeah, let's do a few. Give people a good taste. Also, just as a side note, so even though the Deviant and the Kinky both have red borders, smartly, in the bottom left-hand corner is sort of a badge that tells you exactly which set it comes out of. It's an icon. I call it a badge. <laughs> you call it whatever true you false, want. True or false. <laughs> in the bottom left-hand corner is a badge. Um, it's a picture. <laughs> true or false, this game has ended relationships. True. <laughs> Make or break. Um, okay. okay. I'm going to pass out a morbid humans um, to everybody. Oh, I guess I could have passed them out, couldn't I? Roulette. Yeah, okay. come on. Oh, sorry, sorry. Is it my turn? Yeah, go for Am it. Am I doing the morbid? Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> and the grenade is lobbed. <laughs> I secretly like funerals. Ooh. Oh wow! 
I don't think I know you on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying true. I think I'm going false. Oh, oh. true. <laughs> um, what is it about a funeral that you like? There's something really nice to see a bunch of people come together and support someone who you know, either the living relative who's still you know there, or to to show their respect for someone who they care enough to come to see nothing, All right? right? Mm-hmm. A shell of a human. Um, and also oftentimes they have good music and <laughs> there's always good food. They yeah, can't forget the food. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Especially if you're in the South, it's always a potluck, right? So you've got like 10,000 armies worth of food. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of jello salads and macaroni. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, I like to, so yes, I do admit I secretly like funerals. Okay. All right. Yeah. Much huh. the same as well. We were, I recently went to a funeral a couple of months back, um, for, a, um, a, a good friend, but, and I, who I knew very well. But I had met later in his life. Mm. Um, so he was well and truly into his 50s when, when I met him. And his funeral was so, it was obviously a celebration, but I got to see 40, 50 years of his life that I had absolutely oh, no yeah. idea. I saw photos of him as a teenager. I'm like, holy crap, dude, you were a sexy bastard before you I lost your head. Um, and I'm like, holy crap. And then like, and just hearing the stories of his life and what he doing, and, and it's just like, wow, like that was really enlightening. I wish I'd had that conversation yeah. with you yeah. when you were here because I had no idea about this uh, sort of thing. It was all later in his life that we met. So, yeah, I did admit enjoy that funeral because I got to see all that stuff. Fair, yeah, it's really enough. good. And yeah. also, just as a side note, we invite you to my funeral. There's yeah. going to be an open bar. Awesome. <laughs> it'll be a cash bar probably, but it'll start yes. as an open bar. It might be at the Swingers Club. It might yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Lawrence would be like, God, I don't want your body in this. <laughs> no visitations. My mother's funeral is going to be quite funny. She's uh, giving me instructions that she needs to be dressed in a jester's outfit and it has to be an open casket and uh, has to be Ding Dong the Witch is Dead playing as the uh, <laughs> thing. And I said, Mom, you got to put that in your will. Yes. Yes. But it's like, I, if I'm, I'm going to do it. I will do it. I promise you. But it has to be in your will if it's not. I'm going to get crucified. So yes. Got, I've got to have that evidence that this was your wishes. It's got to be in there. I was going to say, and the other thing is if you go to the funeral home and you're like, this is what I want her to wear, this is going to be like, no, no, we're not doing that. But if it's in the will, then it's there. And then you could be like, look, everybody, I'm just doing exactly, exactly what exactly. she said. You have a copy of the will laminated <laughs> on the <laughs> Disclaimer. Yes. She told me to. <laughs> that's a great, I love that attitude though. It's Yeah. That's so much fun. <laughs> Yeah, death death shouldn't be something. This is what I love about morbid death shouldn't be such a taboo topic. Yeah, but it is. No, and, so and we're all gonna die. Yeah. yeah, and funerals really, like you said, you know, we should celebrate their life more than mourning the death because mm. there's so much more to us than that moment where your life ended, right? Yeah. Like yeah. there's years and years and decades prior to that. Yeah, yep, exactly. It's a weird thing for me to say since I work in life insurance as well. As <laughs> Oh, we should probably talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me up after. We're good. Right on. Good. <laughs> All right. Um, Tyler, you're up next. Oh, I it's am. It's your indeed. turn to do a morbid right. one. Oh, morbid one. Okay. Okay. Ooh, good old trolley problem. Um, I would prefer to let five people die through my inaction oh. and actively kill one person myself. Okay. I would prefer so to let. So true to let the five people die. Die. And a false to murder the one innocent person. Mm. Oh. <laughs> it's a tough one. Are we 
Can we clarify anything? You may. Do you know the five people or are they strangers? Ooh, I'm going with strangers. And how about the one that you're killing? Is that also a stranger? I'm going to say stranger because it doesn't change the answer. Even if I know them all, all it doesn't change the answer. And are we going with that classic, the switch? (laughs) Don't pull it. Five people die, but if you pull it, one person dies? Exactly. If the one person dies, it But I feel like that changes my answer is how they die. Because I feel like Mm. if you're going up and like slitting someone's throat. God damn, (laughs) dirt. Fuck. That's less personal, right? It's 11 (laughs) a.m. Can I at least have a couple of pints before we go straight to slitting throats? There's there's no opening hours. And I also love that that changes her answer. She's like, well, if I'm going to get my hands dirty, if I'm going to kill one, I might as well kill five. But now, if I'm only getting one person's blood on me instead of five person's blood on me, it changes my answer. <laughs> I'm going to need a lot of seltzer well, water. Let's answer this for you, then I'll explain my thinking behind yeah. that. Okay. Like, all right. Okay. So you guys you guys reveal first? We- I said true. Ooh. Reference says false. I think that you would rather kill somebody than kill five people. Well, the correct answer is actually true <gasps> because I am so... I. And you'll probably find you'll probably remember this if it comes up in another card, but I don't think I have the ability to kill someone. Mm. It's just so against my nature as a person that even though it is the the greater good, so to speak, to to save the five, I just don't think that I have the ability to do that. And I'm the same with animals as well. Like there's Mm. cards with animals in here as well that I just, yeah, I just don't have that sort of bone in me. And it, as much as it sucks, I'm letting five people die, but it's, um, yeah, I just don't think I'd have that ability. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. True, true on it. Well, and that's what I was kind of thinking is, is it to, and the reason why it changes my answer and in, in how you're actively killing the one other person is because if it is a much more personal upfront, you know, you're in their face kind of thing, like killing them, then I feel like that's harder than if it is just like a switch that we're flipping. Right. Because that's a lot less personal. So then it might be easier to say, okay, well, this one stranger, I'm just going to flip the switch and let them die. But I'm, I'm not, I'm doing it, but I'm not like in their face actively like, like slitting their throat or whatever. And, and so I feel like that changes it to me yeah. as to how, how that's done. We're going to have to remember to put a trigger warning. <laughs> <laughs> trigger warning, Angela pontificates. <laughs> this podcast includes double penetration and slitting throats. <laughs> Not necessarily at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Great. We've created a snuff film. Yeah. <laughs> I always like that card because it always reminds me of this. Uh, I had someone come up to me and uh, talk to me about a movie that they'd seen. I'd never seen the movie, but it always stayed with me. The box? Oh, uh, I don't know that one. Okay. We'll chat about that one afterwards. So, but basically the, the concept of it was like an old 40s, 50s movie, really old movie where this salesman comes up to this guy at the door and presents him with a big red button and says, if you press this big red button... You will get a million dollars, but someone in the world will die. Yeah. You know, and um, you don't know where, nowhere, don't know when sort of thing. But if you press it, it that person is going to die. Anyway, it's, the movie is about that. But the spoiler alert, the end of the movie is that if you press the button, it kills the previous person that pressed the button. <laughs> I was going to say, does it kill them? Because or, or kill, yeah, yeah. Or could because it just says them, someone. Yeah. That someone could be you. Exactly. So there is a card for that. I'm not sure if that's going to. Yeah. Could be your card, and I've just ruined the whole thing. It's but not. It's uh, that that card is there in there now. I'm like, that is a great idea. Yeah. I'm yeah. writing that yeah. card. So the the box is the 2009 remake of your yeah. movie that you're talking ah, about. Ah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. There uh, you go. Yeah. So it's a yeah. I'll have to watch that. Really. Yeah dark <laughs> excellent that sounds like it's right up my alley <laughs> okay so my card is I what hit, what uh, it's morbid 
I thought we were. No, we're all doing one morbid. We oh, you hadn't done your morbid no. yet. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't take. I my... heard the slitting the throat and it was like. <laughs> Don't take my morbid away from okay. me. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have tasted someone else's blood. Ooh. Oh God. Oh God, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> I, I, didn't go th- I did not go there until I saw you laughing. <laughs> Many of the questions are written in basically okay. ambiguous. So I said true. <laughs> Admittedly, I was thinking of like, you know, when you like cut your finger or like Bradford yes. does the finger sticks for yeah. di- being diabetic and you kind of like just lick it off. Yeah. Uh, but you're thinking about like going down on someone. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, that's also true. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I said true on that. We all said true on that yeah, one. We yeah, we all said yeah. true. Oh my God, I got As soon as you said that, I was like, oh. Because it did go back to exactly what you were saying, Tyler. The first person I think about is me. Yes. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, so she has. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just great. Okay, okay. Um, I've got now my deviant. Okay. Okay. And this is interesting because for, for us, when we first started playing this, we didn't realize that uh, the structure of some of the deviant questions are quite different than mm. the structure to the kinky question. Very, very different. Or to the others. Um, I believe I give better head than the person across from me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just so that people at home know, Tyler is the person across from me. Mm-hmm. So I've got my answer. All right, all right. What's your answer? <laughs> I said true. I said yeah. true. <laughs> I'm really confident on my skills. I think you've had a lot more practice you, than I have as you well. You could have been a porn star years. and I still would have said. <laughs> I love the confidence. I love the confidence. Can we prove this? Yeah. <laughs> I demand evidence. Um, I have references. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <clears throat> okay. Oh, All right. That's good. I like it. Alrighty, I've got, I believe the player diagonally to my left. Which is me. Yes, would give better lap dances than the player across from me. Which is me. This is what Tyler thinks. Yeah. I don't know. I can, oh, I need to get in your brain. Man, these these guys have answered before me. <laughs> I'm struggling. Yeah. yeah. Um, with this one, because this is a very tough one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was struggling oh. with your brain, too. <laughs> I just went with my gut. Okay. So. Also, neither of us are going to be offended either way. So. No, no. no, 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 no. This is, I'm just, I, I, neither I one of us I answer this, I'm going to have to justify the answer. So, I okay, I got my answer. I've got my answer. Right. I want right. to see right. what you guys say first, though. I said false. Oh, okay. I said true. Ooh. I oh. actually said false as well. <laughs> and I have a reason for this. Okay. Because it'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> See, I... And it would be. Yes. See, I'm straight. Yeah. And I would love a lap dance from you. Don't get mm. me wrong. But yours would be fucking hilarious. I'd be in stitches. I think it'd be yeah. hilarious. And that's where I struggled with it is because I thought, okay, you might go with the like stereotypical norms of the female giving the lap dance. Yeah. So then... That my answer would be true, but also Bradford's the more charismatic one, right? And yep. so yeah, logic would say that, that he ass. would, yeah. <laughs> but I thought you might go because he's more charismatic and outgoing and whatever that he might give a better lap dance. That's why I said false. Yeah, it would be funny. I it will would, promise would you that. Like <laughs> that. 
I am a perv, but I'm pretty much always going to go over comedy, over sex, because it's I, I just love to laugh. Yeah. Well, anyway, I liked you for a reason. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank uh, you very much. I am honored. Um, I promise to someday show you a laugh. <laughs> yeah. I'm a really funny one with this uh, with lap dances as well. It's funny that you you picked that card for me. Uh, because I've never had a lap dance um, in, in my whole life, which is quite shocking. Yes, I, yeah. can, I can see your face mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. And there's a very good reason Even for Even from your that. wife. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, uh, never, never, never from my wife. Um, um, but the idea of a typical lap dance, I think, stripper lap dance. Yeah. yeah um, sure. But I've never had a stripper lap dance um, in that regard because I am so honesty driven that if any part of me doesn't feel like that they are enjoying it or wanting to do it, uh, I, I can't get into it. And I don't know that for sure. So the funny thing about it is I'd probably only get lap dances from friends because I know <laughs> that they're enjoying it because they would have like, you know what I mean? Like Fair, they know yeah. me enough to know that they, I wouldn't want them to do it if they weren't enjoying yeah. it. I think that uh, we have a theme for Tyler's next birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it was only last month. Like, oh. Wait a whole year. Jeez. Everybody has to give a lap dance. Yeah. <laughs> or the lap dances for Tyler. In lieu of gifts, please bring a lap dance. <laughs> You almost did a spit take. That's great. (laughs) Wait, we can also do that at funerals. (laughs) Yeah, I almost just ruined all your podcasting equipment. (laughs) Okay, so mine is I would prefer to receive a lap dance from the player across from me. We're going to say Tyler in this case. Than to my left, which is Bradford. You would prefer. So true is I want a lap dance from Tyler. False is from Bradford. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm, I said I'm, true. I'm saying true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because Angela is the queen of novel. You're new. <laughs> yes. She's going to bring on fresh meat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so while, while we're on the structure of these cards, I do think it's interesting to note that in all of these, I think had it, but where you're saying the player across from you, left, right, there's also some that say diagonally left, diagonally yeah. right. And we played this with a group of six people, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Recently, and so that was a lot of fun as well because what we did was rather than the couples sitting next to each other, we mixed it up Excellent. to where couples were not all next to each other. And so that way it really gives a lot of different options and variations when you're saying that diagonally left to my right, yeah. et cetera. Because yeah. it's not always your partner that's to your left or right. Yeah. So. yeah. I had a lot of trouble with this pack. It uh, took a really long time to write, especially yeah. now that I'm making it bigger. Uh, it was okay to do 50. <laughs> when I had to up it to 130, I have had a lot of trouble with it. Yeah. Um I went through so many iterations where I included a, a dice where oh. everyone was allocated mm. a number and had to roll the dice. And then there was other times where I'd put like insert name and had blanks and mm. it just, I came with so many different wor- ways. And again, I just pulled, stripped it back and just went, you know, I'm just going to put right, left, diagonal. And then it's like, oh, but what if they're not sitting in a circle? Yeah. I don't care. You guys will yeah. figure it out. You figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just point to someone and say you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What you just did then yeah. is absolute perfect example of it. There was no one across from you, so you just filled in the blank. Yeah. And as humans, that's what we do. We fill in the blanks when there's a gap in a pattern or something like that. Um, and those yeah. sorts of things. And it just sort of worked. Um, with the, the bigger deviant, um, I don't have it here, but I'd let you have a, a sneak peek. It's over at the booth. But um, the interesting things I've introduced into Deviant is is quite fun. There's some there's some good so sneaky exciting. stuff in there. <laughs> is it also coming out on no two, couple of weeks? So, um, that one's probably going to be out another six months. The okay. the expanded Deviant and Morbid 
will probably be about six months. I've still got a, bit, a lot of playtesting to do with Deviant just to make sure that it's all working because I've introduced so many different mm-hmm. new things to it. Um, but uh, I know, right? It's, yeah. <laughs> the, the, it's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a little, I'll, I'll give you a little sneak peek. I'll give you a thing. One of the cards is um, I would prefer to have sex with the player to my right than Snow White. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we're playtesting with that one at the moment. I'm not sure how far it's going to get because I don't want Disney up my ass. But, Fair enough. Um, it might change, but at the moment it's Snow White, but it might change. Yeah. <laughs> well, can you just use the real name? Because then that could refer to a person. Of, like, you know, you have Belle and Ariel and Yeah, like, but the, the question is... Does Disney own Snow White? (laughs) Does Disney own the name Snow White or do they, like, if you use Aurora or something like that, like, you know. But who knows Aurora? I mean. In any case, I don't want to get with Disney. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, so playing with that, playing with that one at the moment and seeing how that all goes. Yeah, cool. I love it. I do love it. That's great. All right, kinky humans. Kinky. Bradford, you're up. Me now? Okay, sorry. Um, And I like this one again, something a little different. So in this one, there is a choose one and I have, uh, I'll read them both and then pick the one that I'm talking about. I have been urinated on during sex, or I would like to try being urinated on during sex. So I'm going to say the first one, I have been urinated on during sex. I feel like you're going over. I'm I'm processing. (laughs) I was going to say, does this mean like, like during the actual sex act or does foreplay count as well? That's a very good question. That's a very good question. Um, I'll say, yeah, all of it. It's the same answer, both. Okay. Okay. I said false. I said true. It's false. Ooh. It wasn't foreplay. We were out in the, in the, <laughs> the shower in Daintree. I peed on you. You didn't pee on me. Are you sure we didn't yep. pee both? Nope. I topped. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Because oh, I, I knew love what it. you were thinking. The show. Yeah. Yep. But I peed on you. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. You're amazing. <laughs> <This is awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> also, we're figuring out who has the better memory, right? Like, yeah, I exactly. Knew this. Yep, yep. I knew this, but listeners are now learning. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if we go back, if they go back to the that trip, mm-hmm. which we were podcasting back then, yeah, they, we could probably prove it because we, yeah, I, yeah. I know we told the story. Oh, I'm sure. I said in, in post, you can just like re- replay that podcast yeah. bit right now. The audio here. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I love it. Mm. All right, what kinky do you have, Tyler? Ooh, kinky, kinky, kinky. Okay, I also have a choose one. Okay, um, and I'll probably I won't insert here a little bit just about a background about why. There are choose cards in the, the kinky as opposed to not the other deck. Um, this was something that I played with for a bit as well in the playtesting or the original part was that if you were playing with people that were a bit more on the kinky side, it, it was really obvious that they might have done it. And likewise, if you were playing with people who are a bit on more on the vanilla side, it might be really obvious that they've never done it. Mm. Um, so with the choose card, what that allows people to do who are really kinky, they may have done it. They might choose to play, I would like to try it. Because they did it and didn't like it, they might play oh. false. Ah, oh, fair. Um, okay. Or a, you know, along those sorts of lines, and then someone who, but it's really more for the vanilla people, where it would be really obvious that they've never done it. They might say, "I would like to try it," and that brings in the mystery mm. around it. So it's all about that inclusivity sort of thing, yeah. trying to help as many people and try not to make it too obvious for people as well. So that's why these choose cards are here. I love it. Um, all right, so I'm going to uh, play the card. I have used a whip or riding crop during sex. 
Are we including foreplay again as part of it? Yes. Okay. The crowd goes silent. I don't know you that well, so I'm like, oh. I I said true. I said true. Oh, you both said true. You are both correct. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you have this sparkle in your eye. (laughs) Well, actually. Oh, no, no. Yes, it is whip. Okay. okay. I was like, I was uh, just going over the different whips in my uh, in uh, mind as the different names and things yep. like that. But yes, it was definitely. Whip. <laughs> all, right, all right. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so mine is gagging during oral sex turns me on. Ooh. That was really quick, Bradford. I think I know. Uh huh. Do you? I think so. We're going to find out. <laughs> all right. I, I'm saying false. False. Ooh. Oh, I meant oh, false. I meant oh, false. yeah. I, I turned over true. I turned over true. I went too fast. I, was like, I know it's false. <laughs> if if, if yeah, you had put true yeah. there, I was just uh, just really interested in the fact that nearly every one of these cards you've gotten wrong about each other. <laughs> and I've gotten most of them right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't actually listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, for me, gagging is one of those things that if it's a little bit, then I don't mind it. But some people go like really over the top and it, it's almost like performative. Yeah. And that I'm just like, nah, don't don't even bother. You know? We've introduced a new one because when I made Kinky bigger, um, there's a new one for um, the, the like the typical gagging sound during mm. porn. Because mm. that's something that that's, yeah. Yeah. seems to be overly done in some porn these days as well. And I'm very curious to play that with people because – Mm. I don't know anyone that would actually like that sound. Personally, I do not. It makes, um, it makes you wonder why do they do it then? Yeah. There's got to be somebody. Also, Probably like one person who started it. Someone must like yeah. it for them to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, for, but I don't know that person. If you are that person, I would like to meet you and pick your brain as to what it is about that that does it. I mean, That's right, Ron Jeremy. Reach yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get the whole of gagging during oral sex and mm. why that is enjoyable because you do get that when you do have that quick choke yeah. asphyxiation yeah. everything tenses sure mm. you know, i can see why that would be enjoyable for the person doing it but the person receiving it is not yeah. really anything different or hearing yeah. it and that yeah. sound doesn't do anything for me at all like agreed yeah mm. in fact it makes me more worried like are you okay yeah <laughs> it's just like yes with tears coming down yeah. like, i'm fine okay cool hey, okay. <laughs> that's exactly what i wanted to somebody cry <laughs> yeah. crying while they're going down on me um say saying that i have a tear i have a tear response so oftentimes i'm trying to like quietly wipe my tears <laughs> off so they don't notice <laughs> So there's also a few uh, cards that will change the style of play or change the game of play. Oh, yes. Um, So I'm going to read a few of these aloud. So I guess these get like shuffled in and mixed in. And so you can grab these ones as well. But one of them is bonus round. Play this Mm. card at the start of your turn to trigger the bonus round. We have trash. Play this card at the start of your turn. Discard any or all of the cards in your hand. Replace them with cards from the deck and complete your turn as normal. Um, I like this one tricked you. This card allows you to answer incorrectly. Yeah. Play this card after all other answers have been revealed. Score is normal. I love it. That's it's yeah. That's yeah, just a that's, dick move. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, that's hilarious when that always comes up because it's just like you, you play that one and everyone just slams those cards oh. down so hard on the table. It's just like, yep, done. We think everyone flips true. Person flips false. What the fuck? <laughs> I tricked you. And then there's also spin left and spin right where you pass a card left or right. There's not telling, which you can use to re- avoid revealing your answer. So, again, you don't have to like show your answer. You see what everyone yeah. else thinks of you, but you don't have to tell the truth. Uh-huh. Oh, that's great. That's- 
So those are some interesting, you know, ways to kind of change things up and, and it changes the play of the game too. Okay, so we're we're running long on time, but do we have time to play one round yeah, of yeah. the brand new Kinky I mean, Humans? I do. <laughs> so I will let Tyler, because these are still beta cards, um, <laughs> open them up and and pass out a round of uh, of sexy oh, cards. Trying uh, kinky cards, whatever they're they're red. yeah, but they're kinky they're and sexy, sexy and they're red, cards. so they are sexy. Yeah, because it actually says on the box, sexy. Alrighty. Right. Try and find some good ones here. I love it. He's like, like this is good. He's like, <laughs> like picking and so choosing. So I've got to try and remember which ones because um, with this is an expanded deck. So the 50 cards that are in the existing Kinky Bit deck are mm-hmm. also in this deck. Ah, uh, oh, right, right. um, Just got to make sure. So while he ones. does this, we are next week, less than a week, we are off to escape to the tropics. And as part of that, we have two... Uh, one, we have sort of made our own kinky humans, uh, game. It's the kinky humans box, then some true or false cards so that you can play it at home. And we also are giving away one of the Aussie humans, which we didn't play any of that today. That's all right. We'll, uh, mm-hmm. we'll do that in the future. So Tyler's got to come back, right? <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you'll have me. This has been awesome. Excellent. <laughs> but we're very excited. It's, uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Mm. Alrighty, I got a few different options because I couldn't I couldn't narrow it down to just three. I love it. Um, <laughs> so I got a few little ones here for you guys. So I'll, I'll pop them out, and you guys can pick ones you want. I'm just gonna randomly pick a couple. Yeah. How many we get? <laughs> All right. Whose turn is Angela? You want to go? Okay. All right. I like the taste of cum. Ooh. I am asking a question. Uh huh. Male or female? Either. Ooh. Both. Ooh. Both. Same answer for both? Same answer. Ooh, okay. So it doesn't change. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love it. He's like, that, that, that opens up more questions. It does. I did, I did say true. Yeah, yes, yeah. We also <laughs> true, true. Hey, because I mean, like if it, if it was a different answer for both, I might would have. Uh, yeah, fair. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like it. Okay. I'm going to use this one. Um, I'm going to completely butcher this word, okay. but I'm still going to use it. A hegao face. Turns me on. Did I say that right? A hegal? A hegal? I think so. Yeah. Uh, basically, I the, with this spell one. it. Spell it for people. A H E G A O. Go Google it at home, folks. Yeah, I, I picked this one because this one came up in our game last night. Yep. Um, mm. One of the, the 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 couple you were playing that you brought along or whatever, he kind yeah. of leaned over to me and whispered in my ear. It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> 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 I just like Google it. <laughs> I'm actually not sure for Bradford yeah. on this one. I do know what it means because we did Google it after that. Yes. It is the anime cum face, basically. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. I, I said false. I just changed my answer, though. I said Ooh. false first, then I changed it to true. Okay. Hey. Because <laughs> I was it's thinking true. about the animal stuff. Exactly. Uh, I love yeah. furry, yeah. Uh, furry porn. Uh-huh. Um, and so, like, the comic stuff, I love reading that stuff. I think it's yep. great. And oftentimes, their cum faces mm-hmm. are... Similar, Hegel. yeah. That yeah, I'm going to say it's a Hegel. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. That, I'm sure there's many ways to pronounce it, and they're all right in my <laughs> right. Except we're all wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, all right. I'm going to play the card. I have sent a sext to the wrong person. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh all right. All righty, you flip them on. I said true. I said false. Ooh, one of each. Uh-huh. It's actually true. Oh. I did. Um, it was a long, long, long time ago before when you were texting conversations stuck to 
the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, like back in the day, I'm getting older now. <laughs> um, yeah, when you were you texting or whatever, you would have to you would respond to a number. It wasn't even a name. So you right. be typing a text and it's just the number at the top. Yeah. And and it's not in it's not attached to any conversation. You just hit reply and yeah. So I was sexting and then texting my best friend at the same time and yeah, and didn't realize that I'd mixed the two conversations up. <laughs> Bless her heart, the she just kept on talking normally because it was it was one of those things where it wasn't like explicit sex. Yes. But yeah. if you read it dirtily, it was very obvious it was a sext, but she didn't read it dirtily. Oh. So she's just responding and just kept the conversation going. And I don't even think that she really knows. She does now. She does now. <laughs> oh, no, whether or not that actually was. But that's as close as I've gotten. I got very careful after that. Okay. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. Okay. I'm going to put my answer down. Okay. I believe robots should replace humans as sex workers. Oh man, I uh huh. Tyler, I love this question. Mm-hmm. I hate this question. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love this card. Okay, this is a good. I can't one. wait to what, play what this do with y'all people. Think? False. I, I, false. I, well, false. Yeah, I said false as well. Yep. I think that there could be a place for robots in conjunction with, yes. or in some instances, in place of sex workers, but not as an overall complete replacement of. Yeah, I still think you need that human touch, being able to read people. Yeah. Although AI is getting better. Um, Honestly, I, I would be more I apt still, to say true if the card said, "I re- I believe that robots should replace humans as coal miners." Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Then yeah. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, take that risk. Sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. I've I've often I've kind of danced back and forth with this one for quite a while, and this weekend has really crystallized my position on this one because um, you probably would have noticed where my booth is mm. at Sexpo. The there is a booth just across from us with the uh, sex dolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, their sort of thing. So I've spent the entire weekend <laughs> watching how people interact with these dolls. And I was having a conversation with Kane, who's with me, um, to help me out at the booth about how people interact with the dolls. And it really struck a chord with me because they're not real, but they are stepping in for someone who is real. And I didn't like the way people were treating the dolls. Yeah. Because... Like you got a few people with it. Yeah. They put a glove on, they give it a bit of a finger and they play for it. It's funny. But there were a couple of guys that came up and were actually backhanding the dolls across the face. What? Yeah. Um, and oh. the way that they were just moving them and yeah. being rough. And it was like, it just really left this really bad taste in my mouth. And it was just like some part of you. Yeah. If you're doing that to a doll that looks real some part of you surely is comp- contemplated doing that to a real person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there is something to be said for using an outlet, having an outlet for a certain feeling or desire or whatever, and not doing it to a real person and doing mm. it to something that's not real as a healthy outlet. Mm-hmm. Cause some people, you know, need that healthy outlet, but it just doesn't, it didn't feel right. And like mm. the objectification of women or whatever. I mean, I, I, I hate to sound woke. I don't consider myself as woke or anything like that, but I just didn't, it doesn't, it didn't feel right. I yeah. didn't yeah. like watching the way these people interact with the dolls. I think for me, it's when you can so quickly go there. Mm. So like, yeah, you can have a surrogate for, you know, like I want, I want something that looks like a human that I can smack around because that's like, 
that's, but I need to get in that headspace. I think my yeah. problem is when you immediately get there and the first thing you do is put the glove on and maybe grab very roughly at the breasts or mm. smack the face or, or grab it, you know, then that's, it's too quick, right? Yeah. You, you should have to think about this and think about what it means to do this to something mm. that is a human surrogate. But you also have to think that, I mean, if you're looking at, in this case, say a robot replacing a human as a sex worker is that, you know, it could also be in, I'm going to say a more therapeutic kind of way or somebody who maybe doesn't have that interaction with other people, or maybe they're not as comfortable interacting with people. So maybe a robot would be a better thing for them. Sure. But again, like if you're talking about like an overall, like we're going to replace this industry with robots. No, absolutely not. I don't think so. And I do think that that would encourage more bad behavior than it would good as well. And, And then the more you get used to that in some areas of life, the easier it is to translate to other areas as well. Yeah, definitely. And I'm, I'm, so strong on consent and mm. and having consent in a just in everything um not just in a in a in a sex relationship or just any sort of relationship just in life you know yeah. Yeah. consent yeah. is yeah. such a huge thing for me that you know even if you had a sex role worker that was even if, let's say you know way in the future you've got a self-aware robot mr data um you know mm-hmm. it's like at what point let an AI – see, there's a line somewhere in mm. artificial intelligence of going, okay, well, they're self-aware enough to know that they're a robot, to go, I am a sex worker robot. This is my purpose. This is what I've been built to do. Therefore, people would have sex. Has that robot given consent to do that if they're programmed to give consent? And at what point do they go, okay, they're self-aware enough to re- revoke the consent yeah. to yeah. go against their purpose? Yeah. <laughs> and now I will power down. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, no, I no longer consent to this. So this is the shit that I think about at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Goddamn, dude. Yeah. Oh, can robots consent to sex? It's, uh, yeah, it is. It, but that kind of introduces all of those different things and different ideas and stuff like that. That, yeah. that doll is not consenting to be slapped across the face. Look, if yeah. you've got that outlet, I'm there. There's a lot of women and men who like that. Yeah. And who would happily consent to that. Yeah. Mm. But the doll's not consenting. And that's a weird thing to say. It's not real. It's yeah. a yeah. thing. But it just it didn't sit with me well. And I don't like watching. I didn't like, I, I'm not really liking that this is a crossover. I'm glad when it's really busy and I don't have to look at it. It's just <laughs> a really weird thing. It's funny. Mm. You know, when you stare into the abyss, sooner or later, the abyss stares back <laughs> into you. <laughs> uh, all right, Angela, you're up. No, no, oh, that was mine. That was yours? No. Yep. I have one. Oh, that was yours. I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> I have paid money for porn. Ooh. I, I said true. Oh, I said false. Uh, well, we, you, Tyler, you are clearly not a podcast listener because yes. one of my mantras oh. is pay for your porn. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those yeah. people have jobs. They These are work. It's... Um, like Pornhub is fine, but in very small doses, pay for your porn. Give yes. the people the money because they've worked for it and they deserve it. See, I was coming from the angle of with your lifestyle and the people that you know and things like that, that you wouldn't need to. Oh, fair enough. Uh, that's kind of where I was coming from. Well, how do you pay though? Yeah. I mean, like yeah. we buy drinks sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Consent. laughs> right? I love it. Yeah. No, pay for your porn. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah I, I've got plenty of porn on my phone that is, you know, homemade. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. This is going to be our last one. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Let's go off with a bang then. All right. All right. Okay. Here we go. Um. All right. I'm going to go. I've got to choose one. 
I am going to play the card. I have tried Bukaki. Receiving or giving? I'm going to say giving. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's that was why he's straight. <laughs> yeah. like, I did it once. It's like fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> Get it out of my eyes. <laughs> All righty, what do you got? I have true. I have true. Ooh, interesting. That is actually false. Oh, okay. 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 It. I be interesting. I, I I was thinking about doing the second one, but I was like, okay. I honestly don't know the answer. I'd have to think about it. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, sort of yeah. thing. But yeah, again, it would all come down to consent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It all comes back yeah. to consent. It does. <laughs> yeah. um, I can tell you it's fun. Mm. Both on mm. either end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you do need a nice hot shower afterwards. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. They've got yeah. some um they've got some great blankets I've noticed at Sexpo. Yes. Uh-huh. blankets. Yeah. So there they will probably come in handy. Those, yeah. they're, yep. they're quite we have one of those just in Excellent. case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This has been such a delight. We ended up not playing by the official rules, so we weren't actually keeping cards. We used this more as a get to know you kind of exactly. thing. Which yeah. uh, you don't yeah. have to. And also it, to yeah. give people out there in podcast land a feel for the types of cards that there are and yes. and the conversations they can spark. Which is just yeah. so much fun. And we have to do that plug. So if you want to get your own set of <laughs> Curious Humans card game or any of the expansions, you go to CuriousHumansGame.com. And when you do put your things in the basket and when you go to check out, use checkout code by the by that's B Y T H E B I for 10% off. And um, so where can people find other than that amazing website, uh, where can people find more information about curious humans? Uh, The website, definitely on our socials, just type in uh, curious humans on, on all the socials. We try and get around to as many conventions um, as we can as well. Um, But we're really trying to, you know, there's just so many games out there at the moment. Um, And because this is such a passion project of mine, I'm really trying to get out there to more podcasts. I want to get out to more sex clubs, swingers parties, uh, kink munches. And because this game has helped me so much with talking to people and breaking the ice with people, I just really want to give that to other people as much as possible. So it's not, I mean, anyone will tell you there's no money in board games um, sort of thing. This is not about money for me. This is about, you know, giving other people ways of, yeah, helping people talk to people and get people off their phones because I'm sick of people sitting on their phones at parties mm. and just talking to people and talking about real things and actually having real conversations because I feel that the art of debate has been lost in society and, you know, you can't just disagree and move yeah. on yeah. these days. And, you know, this game is a way for people to disagree and move on, learn how to debate, accept that other people have a different opinion to you and move on. And I just really want to do that. So are we really yeah, getting out to as much of those things? If you've got swingers parties, you've got sex clubs or whatever, reach out to me because, you know, I really want to help people. I want to, you know, if you're with your, your partner and you want to go and uh, have a threesome experience at a brothel or something, you know, I want – this should be a really good way to break the ice between you and the other person. You know, it's yeah. just, it's so many ways you can use it. Yeah. Yeah. Such a great game. It, it really, really I absolutely is. love it. And we thank yeah. you so much for absolutely. one, creating the game yes. two being so kind and with your time to come in and podcast with us. Uh, yeah, we we are now your prophets <laughs> or evangelists or whatever you want. Uh, we uh, we're big fans. So, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Guys. Thank you so much. Really appreciate. Thank it. you so much, Tyler. And uh, good luck with Sexpo. Have Thank fun you. with the rest of Sexpo. And we'll do. Yeah, my, I'm, I'm, I'm just really happy my voice is held out. Um, you know, thank you very much for this wonderful honey tea you guys have made me because I think it's done the trick. Right. We take care of our uh, our guests. <laughs> Excellent. 
Excellent. Excellent. Once again, that just, it, it gives me the giggles. Mm-hmm. It's such a fun game and it can be interpreted so many different ways. It can be played different ways. There are several different rule sets within the game. You can make your own rule set. It's just, yeah, a lot of ways it can be done and it, it just doesn't get old. Yeah. No, it, yeah. it really doesn't. So like we said, you know, use checkout code by the by when you go to CuriousHumansGame.com for 10% off. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if you want to reach out to us, you can email us theatomsoflove at gmail.com. You can hit us up on any of our socials. We are at by the by podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitterverse. Or you can join our Discord chat by supporting us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. Anything else you want to say in this uh, closing moment, Angela? Go forth, be curious, be kinky, be deviant, be be morbid, morbid, or be Aussie. (laughs) Yeah, might. (laughs) Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 